overdosed twice, and a heart attack. And he's still alive? You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. Widespread drug addiction and mental illness are just political issues until it hits closer to home. Welcome to this week's Rehash. We have the unfortunate situation of living with a drug addict and a drug dealer. I know we should move, but right now, that's what we can afford. Actually, to be fair, with the exemption of those two, our place is actually quiet. Right now, the menace of our small community is the addict. He has been invading our privacy by peeping through our bedroom window and climbing over our patio. He says he was just looking for his weed and was not really looking in, so he claims. I have done what I could, talked to everyone who I thought could help, but unfortunately, since I live in a city and state that caters more to criminals and addicts than law-abiding working citizens, there is basically nothing anybody can or is willing to do about it, short of me getting a restraining order. And even that does not guarantee that he would leave us alone. He is basically an addict. On what? I could only guess is a mix of marijuana, meth, and prescription drugs. Most of the time, he is usually out of it. A walking dead would be a fitting description. Besides the frustrating fact that no one would help us, the most aggravating part of it is that people are using his mental issue as an excuse. So what? Am I supposed to just let him do whatever he wants because he has quote-unquote mental issue? Yes, he has his own sob story, but don't we all? Does that give him the right to be a menace to our neighborhood? Was his mental issue caused by his sob story or by drugs? Who knows? It's the chicken and the egg thing when it comes to these things. He claims that his drug is medicinal. I don't care. Legal or not, recreation or medicinal. If he wants to off himself with all that toxins, then go ahead. Just leave us alone. And by God's grace, may no one else get hurt when he drives his unregistered and uninsured vehicle. Am I being intolerant? Yes. Yes, I am. And anyone who thinks I should not is more than welcome to live with him. Then we'll see how long your tolerance lasts. Lanterman Petrus Short Act. It is a California law governing the involuntary civil commitment of individuals who, due to mental illness, pose a danger to self, a danger to others, or who are gravely disabled and require inpatient psychiatric care. It was named for its co authors, Assemblymember Frank Lanterman and Senators Nicholas C. Petrus and Alan Short. The intent of the LPS Act was to end inappropriate lifetime commitment of people with mental illness and firmly establish the right to due process in the commitment process while significantly reducing state institutional expense. That's according to calhospital.org. I understand. It is terrifying to be locked up just because a so-called doctor labeled you as crazy. Then be abused and neglected by the institution which is supposed to take care of you and help you get better. That is why that law was put into place. 
so that even though people are mentally disabled or having some mental issues, could still have the right to refuse treatment and go on their merry way. The idea and intent was to preserve the individual's right, even though that individual may not be all there. But what do we do when they become violent, a hazard, a menace to society? Where do we draw the line? If we can't talk sense to them anymore because their brains are fried and they are not willing to get help, then what are we left with? I understand that mental illness is not just caused by drug addiction and alcohol abuse. There are traumatic events in a person's life that could unscrew the brain as well. Abused children, battered wife, and military veterans to say the most common. And it is shameful that we don't take care of our vets as well as we should. But again, what do we do about it? We hear about it all the time, in controversial police shooting cases, violent vagrants, and even in mass shootings. The suspect always have some kind of mental illness. Everyone screams that they should be medically treated than jailed. But every mood-altering drug out there just seems to make it worse. And none of them would voluntarily go to a detox program. We already decriminalized drug use. Well, that just grew their population. Calling drug addiction an illness just made it an excuse. No more accountability for their actions. Now I actually understand why the leaders of nations that sincerely declares war on drugs, leaders that do it not just for publicity, but because they have an actual intent to rid their country of these brain-frying toxins, do what they do, because they have to. I don't care if it's legal, medicinal, or natural. All I want is to live in peace, for my family to be left alone, our privacy respected, and to be able to safely walk and drive in our streets. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.